Hi, and welcome dental practice owners to another episode of the Wildly Successful Dental Podcast Series. I'm your host, Nermeen, and this episode I'm really excited about because I want to bust some of the myths and tell you the truth about marketing when it comes to your dental practice, right? Hi doctors and welcome. My name is Nermeen Jasani, and I'm a lawyer turned dental practice consultant. And this is the Wildly Successful Dental Practice Podcast. I help dental practice owners like you create a wildly successful dental practice, one where they're not just the associate in their practice, but they're also the CEO. I abhor hacks or gimmicks, and I believe and practice business fundamentals and proven business strategy. There is no one size fits all strategy. Everything needs to be tailored to your unique dental practice, practice specialty area, and revenue goals. This is not about feelings. This is about numbers and making data-driven decisions to grow your practice. Let's get drilling on this episode. Far too often I see dentists spending all of this money on a brand new website and SEO and you know YouTube and Instagram and now TikTok and God knows what else is gonna be out there in the next coming years. You know, it's all very trendy stuff that you're seeing other practice owners doing and now you're wondering, God, is this something I need to do? And am I falling behind the curve? And it starts to feel that like that feeling of FOMO and do I need a podcast for my dental office? And you know, all these things that sort of come along the way. So we are going to have a special guest with us on this episode. Um, his name is Mark Apple. He is a marketing specialist and he's been in the marketing industry for years and years and years, like decades. And we're going to have a conversation on marketing your practice. Now I wanted to have this little precursor of a conversation with you to help you really frame and understand the conversation that I'm having with Mark. So one of the things that no one talks about, and I know no one talks about it because I've literally never seen anyone talking about this, is the reality that there are two different kinds of marketing when it comes to your practice. You can market to your already existing patients. That is giving them flyers, the monthly newsletter, running raffles for your already existing patients, getting them exciting, creating like a referral program, the patient with the most amount of referrals, you know, $25 gift cards, $25 off, you know, all of these sort of things that you can do to market to your current existing patient base. Then there's a second bucket of marketing and it is completely different. You might have some similar strategies, but it still needs to be maintained as completely different in your mind. That second bucket is marketing for new clients. This is you hiring a company to help bring on new patients for your practice, right? Two very different things. And I want you to keep them very separate. Now here are my rules of thumb. And if anyone says otherwise, I want you to start poking holes in their argument and saying, why? Why do you think that? Why do you think that? Why do you think that? And then come back and listen to this episode. So number one, for me professionally, if I'm working with a practice, marketing to new patients is the last thing I'm going to do when it comes to generating additional revenue for the practice. When I'm looking to see and diagnose what's truly holding back the practice, marketing is never my jump in point. I've worked with practice owners for a few years and we didn't start to talk about 
marketing to new patients until month 20, 22 into working together. That is how I feel about marketing to new patients. When you look at your practice and the health of your practice, I firmly believe and everything I do from a business strategy perspective is to help you keep your current patients coming back and to increase the lifetime value of your patients. That includes better front staff, better training, better processes, better communication. We start texting patients instead of just calling them. We send them emails as a reminder, multiple ways to remind patients that they have an upcoming appointment, that if they need to reschedule, this is the process, this is how to call us, this is what to expect before you arrive for your appointment, for your treatment, so that they don't feel like they're in the dark about anything, an amazing patient experience when they're waiting in your office for you, and a really warm, best bedside manner chair side manner, if you will, when it comes to your patients, right? Those are the things that we fix first, right? And then we see, okay, you were at, you know, X amount of dollars for lifetime patient value. You're now at this much. You were at, you know, 20% of patients, you know, getting scheduled for their follow-ups. And now you're at 80% of your patients being scheduled for a follow-up before they walk out the door. Those are the numbers that we're gonna track for something like that. Then if the number, the revenue that's generated is only 20% or 40% higher, it's not as high as the patient, as the dental practice owner wants it to be, then at that point, we're gonna look at new marketing strategies for new practice patients. We are not going to start at the new because that is incredibly expensive. And here's what happens when you start with marketing to new, but you haven't cleaned up your process. You haven't provided proper training to your front desk staff. You have not provided proper training to whoever it is who is calling to confirm the appointment, to look for treatment mining, who is, you know, doing the patient closeout and is walking them out and is not getting them back on the calendar. It doesn't matter what kind of new patients you bring in, it's going to be a constant hamster wheel. You're, you're never going to have enough patients coming in because you haven't fixed this other stuff in your practice. So as a practice consultant, my job is to be honest with you and to tell you, hey, your patient survey experience came back at 20%. We need to fix that before we can go out and get some new patients. Hey, the patients have been saying this about how certain hygienist, certain dental assistant, certain dentist has treated them. And this is what we need to do to improve this process. Once all that is set and cleared up and everything is good, then we look at the new patients, okay? So as you are listening to this episode, please know that it is geared toward marketing for new patients. That is not where I think you should start. I think you need to clean up the process with your current patients and then you go to the new patients. Here's what I'm going to say. It is often easier to market to new patients. It may seem like it's easier to market to new patients, but the reality is, 
that it's more difficult. You have to throw so much money into that and it is a forever hungry, never satisfied machine once you start that process. Because once you start posting on Instagram, you have to keep posting on Instagram, which means you keep needing to have a social media strategist who is who you're paying, you know, three, five, six thousand dollars a month to, then having, you know, professionally shot photos and videos and all of these expenses that come with that instead of just focusing on your current patients and making them happier and cleaning up your attitude and cleaning up your staff's attitude. It can feel like this thing, doing the new stuff is easier than fixing the stuff that's already broken. But I start with the stuff that's already broken because it's going to stay broken even if we do the new stuff. Okay, so thank you for listening into this episode. I hope you enjoy our special guest, Mark Apple. He is a colleague of mine, a dear friend of mine, someone who I have sent business to, and he has a really great perspective on marketing for new patients. All right. So we'll be right back and listen into this episode. Thanks doctors. All right. Welcome Dennis. I am here with Mark Apple. He is a professional. He's a colleague. He's an expert. He's a master at what he does. Mark, please introduce yourselves yourself for the dentists who are listening in. All right, thanks so much. It is a pleasure to be here. And yes, I'm Mark Apple. I'm the founder of Forward Push. We are an integrated marketing agency that helps dentists get more patients. And the big question is, how do you do that? And I know we're gonna be talking some, about that some today. Some magic potion gets brewed, I'm assuming, oh. right? And mm. and some seance happens and then voila, you have new patients, right? That's that's what the what the voodoo is that's behind it. That's exactly it, and I think we're <laughs> done here today. <laughs> All right, so so really, Mark, tell us about your experience, what you've done, how long you've been doing this for. Give me, give me the details. Yeah, okay. So Fort Push has been around for over 13 years now, but that isn't my first business. So I've actually started my first company when I was 14. Wow. Yeah, I did public relations. So ah. I sort of weaved my way into marketing and helping medical clients through that. But in between that, I also worked at Starbucks and at CVS <laughs> and I worked at Clear Channels. Starbucks Wonderful. corporate, I should say that. Not, not, not a barista. No, no, not a barista, but corporate. Yes. But corporate. Corporate, uh, CBS Radio and Clear Channel doing their marketing for local radio stations all across the country. Very cool. Okay, so at the time of this recording, we're here in Atlanta, but I actually know that Mark was somewhere else before he moved to Atlanta. I know you spent some time in, 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 in San Francisco, yeah, yep, yeah. in the Bay Area. Uh, fabulous, but had to come back home to be closer to my parents. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I mean, I love San Francisco. I always say, like, if I had gone there instead of LA, I might have actually stayed in California. But you know, Atlanta is home for me as well. Yep. So, love so it glad to be here. All right, awesome. So, Mark, you gave us a little bit of history on your background and how long you've been doing this. So, listen, 13 years. You've seen a lot in the marketing space. Tell me what is tried and tested and true and should be the foundational part of any dental practice when it comes to wanting to have new clients, new patients. Yeah, number one, website. It is the foundation. If we look at marketing today as a hub and spoke model, the hub, your website. It doesn't matter what your ratings are on any of the other websites that are out there. It doesn't matter what your Google My Business profile says, eventually, that patient is going to come back to your website, whether it's to get your phone number, your address, to even look at your staff and your team, 
it's all there on your website. Everything else are sort of the outside that will bring them back in. Okay, so you guys hear that, right? The core of your marketing needs to be your website. So now I'm gonna kind of talk a little bit about this. So we all know that there's a lot of companies that make the same sort of website format and then create the same blogs for like 700 dental practices. Listen, you know who those companies are. I don't need to call out their names. Tell me why that's not good. It's not good at all because it's not your personality. Hi doctors, just a quick note here from Nermeen. I know you're busy running your practice and I know you know that there's a lot that you could be doing to grow it. I want you to know that I'm here to help and I'd love to chat with you for 30 minutes so we can talk about your practice goals and your practice vision. I also know that you might be a little nervous to work with a consultant, especially because they tend to charge a lot and they wanna work with you for these long-term contracts. I'm not like that at all. And if after talking for 30 minutes, you decide that you wanna work in just a small bite-sized way, we can do that through a Dave strategy and it's exactly what it sounds like. It's a day and we work together for five days and then I check in with you after 30 days and then after 60 days to see how things are going. So no long-term commitments, no overpriced consulting here, just good old strategy to grow your practice your way. If you're interested, take a look at the link below and you'll be able to schedule a call with me to talk about the day of strategy. I look forward to helping you. If you're not working with a marketing team or a writer or have someone internally writing your blogs for you, they're not gonna know about you. They're not gonna know your patients. They're not gonna know what you do on Saturday afternoons. All these little things that make you, you, is what you wanna have in those blogs. You're unique, your practice is unique. When someone comes to you, it's your office. That's why they're coming to you. Yes, exactly. I think that's so important and I think that your website really needs to reflect your personality, right? So if yellow is not your favorite color, it should not be splattered all over your website just because that used to be the sort of color and trend that was cool 20 years ago, you know, when, when the practice first opened, right? So as we talk about marketing and marketing refreshes, mm -hmm. right? How often do you think a dental practice should refresh their brand, their logo, their colors, their website? Like, is there a range or a rule of thumb that you think that our audience should know about yeah. today? On the website side, definitely every three years, right, right in there. And it's to only because technology changes. Mm -hmm. Things that we're doing today on a website weren't available three years ago, mm -hmm. weren't available six years ago. Just think about our practices now on a mobile phone. Now it's right next to us. You're sitting on the couch, mobile phone right next to you. Mm -hmm. You're standing in line waiting, what's in your hand? Your You're phone. looking at that phone. Yeah. That wasn't happening 10 years ago. Yeah. And even three years ago, our practices have just become so much staring down like yeah. this. And I'm telling you, like all the chiropractors out there are probably like, <laughs> oh my God, we're gonna be in business forever if this keeps continuing. So. Yes, I agree with you. Okay, so phones are everywhere, and we all know that it's super important to keep your website up to date. You know, nothing makes me cringe more than when someone says, you need to go see this dentist to fix your tooth, Nermeen, and then I go look them up online, 
and it's like a website from 1982 and a photo from when they had just graduated from dental school. Like, what yes. is up with that? I, me too, as well. And not because I'm in the business, but I also can't understand that. Yes. It is your main focal point. And especially what the example you gave, someone gave you a referral to go to this dentist. How could that person do that to you? Yes. Like, if this is what the website looks like, imagine what the office is gonna feel like. Am I, am I gonna walk in and see like my grandma's furniture? Is that what the experience is gonna exactly. be? Like, that's just not fun, I think, for anyone to walk into and be like, ooh. I mean, and I always say like, put yourself in that person's shoes. So, you know, if you know that you want business coming into you and you are, you know, getting referrals from other people, maybe to a lawyer, maybe to, you know, a veterinarian, whatever it is, and you go to a website and like, it's from 1982 and you're just like, what is this? It's not going to make you want to do business with them. So just put yourself in their shoes and just keep that perspective. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And so let's now take it from that conversation and now being into the present, mm -hmm. that's where social comes in. Because yes. social, you can update every day. Yes. You don't want to be that dental office with the Facebook page that has the post from two years ago and it's the team photo and some of those people are no longer yes. there. Yes, yes, right? yes. But every day, posting a picture of a great patient holding up a sign that they just got their braces off or maybe six month checkup or maybe it's a child if that's the type of dentist you are that's working with young children you know first dental appointment mm -hmm. how great is that to put on your profile oh that's so personable like that is a dentist that i would want to go and like take my family to because it is so sweet right just mm -hmm. seeing the little sign there and it's so simple that costs you nothing literally a piece of paper with us with just the words first appointment you take a photo on your iphone and you post it Cost yes. you zero dollars <laughs> yes and even take it further than just that sign what about one of those giant inflatable toothbrushes oh my god i love right? it right yes dental is perfect for social yes. because there are so many cool things that you can do yes and like so many tools that people don't even know about so when we talk about social we talk a lot about you know making it 80 20 80 percent value you know knowledge information 20 percent selling there's so many little tools that people don't know about. And dear Lord, if I see one more post about flossing, I will lose my mind. Please don't talk about flossing. That's what everyone talks about. You you have so many cool little tools on your tray. Do something about one of those, right? Yes. What are your thoughts, Mark? Love it. It is definitely looking, what is everyone else doing? Mm -hmm. Go the other way. Yes. A hundred percent. I mean, just here thinking about it, like an idea of like, what's the most popular TV show that your patients watch when they're sitting there in the chair, staring up, they've got the glasses on because uh -huh. there's, you know, the water's going uh -huh. everywhere. Uh -huh. I'd like to know that about a dentist's office. Uh-huh. What's the favorite program of the dentist? Right. While someone's watching. What's the music they play in the office that the patients go, I love this song? Not the elevator music, please. Exactly. Oh my goodness. Nothing is gonna make me want to fall asleep faster or feel like, okay, am I on hold with Expedia? Like, is that what's going on right now? Like, it's just very jarring as an experience. So look, these are all the tiny little things that you can do from a marketing perspective. Totally affordable, totally doable, like not not difficult at all and not expensive either. Not really. A lot of this stuff is in-house where you don't need an agency to produce the content for you. That's the best thing about social. I tell our clients, we can't be there 24-7 to take a picture of every single patient. But you know who can be? 
your front desk person mm. or hire a social media person to come in and know that every Tuesday I'm going to take pictures of every patient for the whole week for the and whole then that's week. enough content that that can happen and it's just easy I find it's very easy because what we're talking about is personality mm -hmm. right so there can be little mistakes the picture doesn't have to be exactly mm -hmm. in focus people are very forgiving nowadays yes. and that's the best thing you're showing off you so again Maybe the sound quality wasn't 100%, but it's not a broadcast television program. Exactly. It's a video on Facebook or Instagram or exactly. TikTok or Snapchat. Yes. So give yourself the freedom to make the mistakes. You don't have to be perfect, but you've got to start doing it yep. or nothing's going to happen. Yep, and I love what you just said right there, Mark, because I know that a lot of dentists are type A personalities and they are definitely perfectionists. And I get it because I'm exactly like that too. So this is really, really important for you to hear from the pro who's coming to you and telling you it doesn't have to be perfect. People don't want these super perfect photos. They want you to show your human side and they want you to like use that to sort of call them in as a potential patient. They want to show you who they really are, not the not the IG version of you or the highlight reels version of who you are. Exactly, yeah. exactly. It's all personality. Yeah, I love that. Okay, so now we started talking a little bit about socials. I know a lot of my clients who own these dental practices are wondering, all right, do I need to dance around on TikTok? Do I need to like point on Instagram? Like, what do I need to do? What's trendy? What's something I should explore? I'm feeling a little bit of FOMO. I see other practices out there doing it. You know, is this something I need to be doing? Do I need to have a YouTube channel? Like showing people how I do root canals? What are your uh, thoughts, Mark? Number one question I get all the time. <laughs> exactly. And the real answer is one, what are you comfortable with? Are you going to be okay doing those dances mm -hmm. on TikTok? Because if you're not comfortable, again, kind of going back to what we started saying here, you're not going to feel comfortable. It's going to come across in those videos. Mm -hmm. And no one wants to go to a dentist that doesn't look comfortable. Like the awkward kind of dentist. Yes. You, you, if maybe you're doing like a weird little robot thing and that's kind of trendy, maybe, but let's be real, that's probably not what's going to happen, right? Exactly. You have to feel comfortable. I love what you said there. So about that's it. the first thing. Find what you're comfortable with. And if it is making videos of root canal, go for it. The audience is going to tell you if it's working or not. And that is my second rule. Mm. One, are you comfortable? Two, is it working? Number three, don't give up because mm -hmm. it is hard. You're gonna post that first video, that first TikTok, that first photo on Instagram, and it is going to sound like this. Silence. <laughs> there is not going to be very many likes. There's not gonna be very many comments. Yeah. The algorithm doesn't know you. Yeah. So it's not picking up that mm -hmm. you just posted your first whatever that is. Mm -hmm. So you've got to stick with it. I like to tell dentists that it's like training for a marathon. You're not going to go out and run 26 miles today. Nope. We're going to start maybe walking. Yeah. Right? Let's just see if we can get around the block. Yeah. Then it's the 5K. Mm -hmm. Then it's the 10K. Then yep. it's the half. Then you're building up through training. Mm -hmm. You can get to that full marathon. It's the same thing mm -hmm. on TikTok, on Facebook, on any of the platforms. One video leads to the next video. That leads to the next video. That leads to the next video. Consistency is the key. Okay, that's perfect. And I love what you said about the audience is going to tell you if it's working or not. If you're posting just pictures of like graphic teeth images or a toothbrush and you have no likes, okay, 
stop doing it, the audience is telling you they don't want to see that. Right. But maybe if you start posting photos of yourself, you and your dog, your dog's teeth, like funny things that yes. make you more personable, you might see that the audience is going to respond. So really, if you are going to go out on social, use that as a time to experiment. It oh. doesn't have to be perfectly polished. Exactly. And that's what I mean, is that the audience is going to tell you. You'll start to figure out what your audience likes. And the other thing too is, ask your audience. Mm -hmm. You have the perfect focus group laying down in a chair in front of you every single day. Yep. Ask them, what do they like on TikTok? What do they like on Instagram? You'll start to figure out exactly what to do. And by asking those questions to your patients, it is so easy to say, hey, let's get a selfie picture now that your teeth are looking beautiful. Boop, exactly. let's post it to Instagram. You tag them, Love then that. what happens? They share it to all of their friends. Yep. So talk about giving great referrals. Mm -hmm. I see that you posted a picture with your dentist. Mm -hmm. Hey, who's your dentist? Your teeth look great. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Tell me about that. Yep, my teeth are hurting. What, who do I go to? Tell me, I just saw exactly. you were in the dentist chair. Word of mouth is really what social allows you to do, which back in the day, word of mouth was how most dentists got their patients anyway. So this is now just a technology, you know, at the speed of light kind of, you know, spreading about mm -hmm. your practice. So don't ignore it, essentially, I think is what you're saying. You here. can ignore it nowadays. Yeah. Going back to what we were saying, we're all doing this. Mm -hmm. Why not be part of the conversation? Yeah. Okay. I love that. Okay. Now, Mark, you talked a little bit about website. You talked a little bit about social media management. What can dentists expect to pay for this kind of service? Are they going to be, you know, in the whole $15,000 a month? Because I see all sorts of crazy numbers thrown out. What do you think is like an expected range for like a new website and an expected range for like social media management? So a new website for a local dentist is probably 10,000 plus. Okay. That's going to depend on what's involved on the website. Is it going to have videos? Is it going to have all the bells and whistles? And sometimes a local dentist doesn't need any of that. Mm -hmm. But that's a good range to know that you're getting a site that's going to have not only the quality on the front end, mm -hmm. but the back end that Google looks like. Yep. So that's the first thing. On the monthly marketing, whether it's social media, whether it's writing blogs, whether it's just maintaining your website, in the $5,000 and up range. Perfect. Yeah, that's a good number to, to look at. Okay, so now you know what to expect and now you'll know that this is sort of what you what the middle point is gonna be. So if you might hear someone who's gonna super lowball you, be really like wary of that, right? Like yes. they might give you a website that's clunky and doesn't work or that you know you go to click on your name to learn more about you and where you went to dental school and the page doesn't pull up. It just, it, it's a dead page. Yes, yes. It, it is a market of you pay for what you get. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And the same probably goes for your dental assistants, right? You pay for what you get. If you're gonna pay a dental assistant mm -hmm. who's new out of school, $15 an hour, guess what you're gonna get? You're gonna get lots of backaches and lots of headaches because you're gonna be doing a lot of the work yourself because this dental assistant is just not there yet. Same goes for marketing in your website. Exactly, 100%. Awesome, yeah. okay. There's one thing that we did not talk about that I wanna make sure that we do talk about. It's the three letters that you hear all the time. S-E-O. Ah, uh, yes. How do you feel about yes. it? Uh, for a local dentist, you have to do it. Okay. Um, again, we are in a competitive space. You are not the only dentist in town. Mm -hmm. And when someone types in, dentist near me, well, what happens? As you know, and as the audience knows, 
all the dentists seem to be in the same office park. Yes. How is it? Do you guys just get together and say, all right, we're going to be all in this building? I mean, just curious to know. So, right? <laughs> so what happens? That dentist near me pulls up everyone. Yep. So that then becomes local SEO, search engine optimization. It's not only your website, though, that we're going to try to get to rank, but it's what happens in that map pack, mm. right? Because that is actually the first thing that someone is going to see mm. in that Google listing is the map with all the dentists near them. So are you getting reviews? Is your profile filled out properly? Are you adding those pictures that you're putting on social to your Google My Business profile yep. so that that touch point, someone then sees, oh, look how great this dentist in the office is. Yeah. They might never go to Facebook. And they may never go to Instagram, but they will see you on Google. So make sure that you, you're covering all your bases. Yes, SEO, 100% important. And that is part of that monthly work because it's not a one time mm -hmm. and it's done. It is a continuation because that Google algorithm just keeps changing. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so we've shared so much wonderful information here with you all. Now, Mark, tell everyone where they can reach you, what's the best way to contact you, all that good stuff. Excellent, thank you. So my agency is called Forward Push. My name is Mark Apple. We are at forwardpush.com. And if you wanna reach me directly, it's Mark, M-A-R-C, at forwardpush.com. Awesome, Mark, thank you so much for being here. If you all have any questions, listen, this is your guy. Go talk to him. He obviously knows what he's, he's talking about. He's seen it all, so he's not gonna guide you in the wrong place, all right? He won't make you dance around on TikTok or you know, point <laughs> fingers if you're not comfortable with it, right? So go reach out to exactly. Mark. Thank you so much for being here, Mark. I really appreciate yeah, it. My pleasure, thank you very much. Awesome, all right, we'll see you all in the next episode, which you don't wanna miss, all right? Bye. Hey, how are you guys today? So really what Insperity does is we help businesses by taking off a lot of the headaches of being an employer of people. And I know that sounds like a tough nut to crack, which is why I'd love for you to give me a buzz so we can talk about it. But really we help you drive your business by mitigating risk uh, from being, again, the employer of people. So focus on the big things like being a dentist.